Good afternoon, football fans, and welcome back to Keys of the Game. This is our encore presentation of Keys of the Game because, Coach, so much has happened since the last time we signed off. We thought we might want to do just one more show. We did not get a chance to talk enough about recruiting, and I know a lot of people are interested in that, so we're going to talk about that today. Also, I uh, want to talk about the D2 playoffs, particularly the Super Region 2, where the uh, South Atlantic Conference had two teams that were uh, selected to go to that. And then, Coach, we want to hit on the all-conference team. The Wasps had eight members of the uh, football team make that all-conference, which I think is great. And then want to hear a little bit about what the calendar's like between now and then next year. I know we've got spring practice and summer workouts and so forth, so we got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Coach, let's start with the playoffs. Uh, we, we have two teams, SAC teams, that go to the playoff. Wingate goes to Richmond to play the uh, Panthers of Virginia Union. And then, of course, Limestone goes down to Pensacola to play West Florida, the Argonauts. I'm not sure what an Argonaut is, but they anyway went to Pensacola and played them. Um, Wingate beats Virginia Union 32-7, to and Limestone loses 45-19 to to West Florida. Did either one of those scores uh, surprise you? A little bit. I thought Limestone would play a little bit closer with West Florida. Uh, actually, the, the first game, you know, it's kind of interesting. I was looking forward to watching uh, Michigan and Illinois and all these games on TV. And then as soon as these games came on, uh, the SAC Conference representatives, uh, I'm on my phone watching my phone all day mm. as opposed to doing that. But Union is uh, – Ran into a buzzsaw with Wingate's defense, and we, we knew that. Mm. We knew how, how talented they were. Actually, I think they had two pick sixes they did. In, the, in the game. So they their defense would have beaten Union by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. So, uh, and that's their, they're a very talented football team, Wingate is. And th- this week they play against uh, Benedict. Right. And actually, Kevin Saxton is the offensive coordinator there, oh, okay. who played for us and was an offensive coordinator here. Right, and they're in Columbia, South Carolina. Benedict College was number; they're picked one in the super region, right? Yes, they they had a bye this week, and uh, but then West Florida, you know, won the thing a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. people didn't think they would get back. And uh, notice their quarterback had transferred to Western Kentucky. And he's one of the nation leaders in passing right now. West Florida, West Florida's quarterback wow. uh, from last year, and uh, but they they're a very talented football team, and uh, you know you just pull for our conference, right? And, you know once we get into in the playoff picture, uh, you pull for them every week, and I think uh, learning the staffs and the, the head coaches that are that are in this league, I think it's a tight knit group, mm-hmm. uh, much tighter than where we were. And I, I huh. think everybody kind of cares about each other once yeah. they get to the playoffs. Well, now, Wingate uh, beats Virginia Union. Virginia Union uh, was a number four seed, Wingate five. That, you know, we've talked about this before in recruiting. There's only four Division two teams in the state of Virginia. Wingate beating Virginia Union certainly is a good reflection on Emory because that's who we we had beaten Wingate. Yeah, and uh, Virginia Union had relied on a real strong running game, mm-hmm. and going in that's very difficult to do against <laughs> you uh, well those know. monsters up front that Wingate's playing with. Right, and uh, so it was probably a good matchup for Wingate also. 
Yeah, I know they're running back for for uh, Jade Byers is the Virginia Union running back. He he, I think he's leading the nation with eighteen hundred yards rushing, one hundred and eighty yards a game, and uh, boy, they shut him down to sixty yards. There was no question about it, and they they just. Uh, continued with TFL's tackle for losses. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what they've lived by all year. When uh, Coach Reich was reading out the stats when we were voting on all-conference, you know, he went through the four he nominated, I I think it was, the whole front. And, you know, 18 (laughs) TFL's, 17 TFL's. (laughs) They just met back there and had a party, I think. I'll meet you at the back. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you at the running back spot back well, there. Not only the tackles for loss, they sacked the uh, Virginia Union quarterback seven times. I mean, they were in his face constantly. Yeah, we the first time we laid eyes on Wingate's uh, defensive line, we said, "Good night." Tusculum gave up twelve sacks. Their their offensive line doesn't v- look very good. No. Well, then I'm sure everybody plugged our film in, and they said their offensive line doesn't look very good. <laughs> they have a tendency to make you like that. Well, they sure did. And I look back, Justin Hill, who uh, was uh, second team uh, running back in the conference and also freshman uh, offensive player of the year. He had 23 carries for 57 yards, and this this uh, Jade Byers had. He had 30 carries for 60 yards. So, Justin Hill, we actually we, outgamed we, him. We, we matched him. <laughs> well, it's a big win for Wingate uh, and for the conference. Um, the other game was the Delta State game that the Statesman entertained Lafayette, or, yeah, La- Fayetteville State, excuse me, not Lafayette, but Fayetteville State. And they were. Um, that 51 nothing. It was just a drubbing over in Cleveland, Mississippi this past Saturday. Yeah, we had seen Fayetteville State on uh, on tape earlier in the year. I think that was against Wingate, but I'm not I'm not sure. It was early in the year, and it was crossover film mm-hmm. for us. Uh, yeah, they played somebody in, yes. out of the South mm-hmm. Atlantic. So anyway, they 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 fall to um, Delta State, who is also a Gulf South conference. That's a really good conference down there. There's there's no question about it. I I want to say that's where West Alabama is. Also, I think they are. They they, they didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, And there was some talking about them and Newberry, either one getting in because, you know, Newberry had a great season and uh, I would have loved to seen them get in also. And I think they were worthy of it. You know, you win the conference championship. You'd like to think you're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. You know, there's four conferences that make up Super Region 2 and they're the only conference champion that didn't get a go. They yeah, I, I thought that was a rough deal on them. Yeah, and, uh, because they went down and beat West Florida a year ago. Yeah, and, and then and, lost in a close one to Bowie. And they beat Wingate this year. Um, that's going to be a really interesting matchup next week because the Delta State uh, is going to play West Florida. They played once before this year, and it was a double overtime win for Delta State. So they're they're going to oh, knock heads again. Yeah, that'll next, be a good one. I'll yeah. be watching on my phone, I guess. <laughs> Well, one last question about the playoffs, and then we're going to go over to recruiting. The process was revamped in 2016 to where uh, there's no automatic bid, as we just talked about. Newberry did not get to go. And and so there is this committee, which uh, – do you know who makes up that committee? No. So they vote on the, on the last three weeks of the top ten teams in your uh, division or in your region, super region. And then they pick that. I mean, that's a that is a – 
I mean, I'll just say it. You say what you want, but I, to me, I think that it needs to be settled out on the field and not in the back rooms. I think it lends itself to too much, you know, behind-the-scenes conversations. Yeah, it's so very forth. similar to what they're doing in the college football playoff mm-hmm. in Division One. You know where they they decide, and I think they're going to get to when they open it up to twelve. You'll have automatic qualifiers, which you'd like to see that anyway. Yeah. And uh, but you know, as far as picking four out that go in 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 the in the division one, that gets difficult too. Yeah. So it's uh, you know. I would like to see our league and and every league get an automatic qualifier. Yeah, in Division Three, we had automatic qualifier. If you won the ODAC, you went, and and then there were a few at large. Right, and which to me seems to be much more fair because, you know, Newberry has to be, you know. Speaking of that, I'd like nails. to uh, congratulate Randolph Macon for a conference win in the ODAC this year. I actually reached out and text Pedro and uh, congratulated him, and he sent a, a nice statement back. Well, well that's, that's good for them. Congratulations. Um, and I guess that was just they are in the playoffs in, again, Division Three. Well, Coach, um, we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back I want to talk about recruiting and have you kind of talk us through what your staff is going through and where all you're going to be going and, and what that looks like. Because I know a lot of people are really interested now because we do have scholarships to offer and it's a different, a different animal. So, folks, we'll be right back. There's something for you, something for everyone at Washington County Public Library. And it's all free. Get acquainted with the library's streaming services, Hoopla and Canopy. Access free movies, television shows, and more, all with your library card. Washington County Public Library, wcpl.net. And we're back. Coach, we were going to start talking about the recruiting process and so forth, and and I'm just going to kind of let you talk. I have a few items I'd like to know about, but can you just – Tell us what you all, you and your staff are going through, and how this is going to unfold until that until that February signing date. Well, right now we're we're putting together high school film. The position coach will rank high school player. The offensive and defensive staff will then rank them. They won't put the rankings on the film they send me. Then I'll go back through and I'll rank. Every player. Wow. So, uh, and then that's how we decide which order we go in uh, with with the scholarship itself. But right now, see, recruiting's so twofold because that's based on the high school guys that we're going to try to sign in February. But just today, this morning, before I went to lunch, there were 147 new portal guys that we're recruiting to try to get here next semester. So we're in the wow. middle of right now, you know, that number, one double A's and all, everybody pretty much ended up that wasn't completely Division One yesterday. So that's why, like, uh, Western Carolina had uh, four quarterbacks go in today. So, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, the next couple of days we'll be evaluating film. Mitchell goes through, Mitchell Walters, mm-hmm. one of our coaches. He stays on the portal all the time. And he goes through, and what we try to see, if, first of all, is there a Virginia connection? 
You know, right. is it somebody we have recruited, someone we knew about? You know, we're, we're not in on a kid from California so much. but uh, yeah. And then we have specific needs that we're looking at. You know, we'd like to we'd, we'd like to get uh, a defensive lineman, a defensive tackle type, not not so much an end. We feel good about where we're at there, and uh, free safety on on mm-hmm. defense, and then on offense. You know, we it's just hard to find an offensive lineman, but we'd like to find an offensive lineman, and we're also looking for a receiver. Are there many offensive linemen in the uh, portal? No, and that's usually because you know there's five positions. Yes, and uh, you know you you have a better opportunity of getting on the field and that type of thing. You know, it's where there's a quarterback. You know, when a young quarterback starting and a guy sees he's not going to play, he goes in the portal. Receivers, they're all spoiled. You know, <laughs> yeah. they if they're not getting the ball more than their buddy's getting it, they're they're in the portal. So you know, some positions are are better than others defensive linemen if a guy can play they play eight nine ten a game so yeah. so those guys are playing so they're not in there so it's it's just you know it's kind of hit and miss well so you're um the portal could actually change who your target positions are for february in these high schools is, is that is that what exactly. you're kind of saying and we've we've just i got the offense and the defense both not to put a money mark on it but to put a target amount for defensive tackles, defensive ends, inside linebackers, safeties, corners. Offensively did the same thing. We treat tackles and guards and centers different, but we want a number. So they put together a number on each position. And then our mid-years, we're targeting about five positions that we'd like to get someone in. And that, whether we get them or not, because – it's not like you you just say, "Hey, sign the papers and you're in." You know, they've got to get accepted. They've got to get all yeah. their paperwork in. We start January the 11th. It's got it's got to be, and then you know, half the vacation, our people aren't working. You know, in the yeah, there's uh, no one here. Yeah, in no the administration. Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot that is involved with it, and you know, a football coach wants it done last week you know and it just doesn't happen like the rest of the world doesn't operate like that so what is the signing date in february is it uh, it's it's always the first wednesday uh in february February. and this year that falls on february 1st so by february 1st this this high schooler that you're interested in he and he wants to come here he has to get all that paperwork and all that process completed no, not okay. not he can he can apply. He didn't even have to be a, applied at that time. Okay, but he's got to have his clearinghouse information with the NCAA, mm-hmm. and he's we've we've got to have a transcript that we can see, and all those type of things. And uh, they now that's not cutting stone for us. It is if you're at Virginia Tech or or, or JMU or somewhere like that that day because. Mm-hmm. For us, there's guys that think they're going to JMU and they're still available and they won't sign on the signing date because they didn't get exactly what they wanted. So we'll continue to recruit. It used to be, uh, you know, three, four days off for college coaches as soon as that day would hit because Mm -hmm. it would be your first break. And so that's kind of how that works. So ours will continue to a degree. 
Okay, so go, getting back to your ranking system, the, the individual position coaches and the coordinators and, and you, you all all do the rankings. What about the money? How does that work? Okay, we first of all, I'll tell you about the ranking and then I'll get okay. to that. The ranking, we use a four-point scale. Okay. Okay, if, if, we, put, if we give a guy a four, He's, he, we feel like he can come in and play tomorrow. Wow. So then we'll go three plus. That's a guy that we want to give X amount of dollars to. And uh, then a three is a good football player. A three minus is we'll visit him. And where this is completely different, Division two, unlike any other division, we work them out on their visits. And you're, you're allowed to work them out. If they show that they've had a physical and have their sickle cell test information, then we come in and we work them out on on Friday afternoon. And uh, so getting back to the money, uh, we have X amount per position that we've allotted. That you now, that, that, yeah, that okay. we've, we've allotted. We've said, uh, okay, you know, you've got the pool of scholarship money. And uh, that's something we're working with right now to get our final numbers. But so you divide it up by position. We want to put, uh, say, $400,000 into offensive linemen, you know, and then, you, you, you know, you go to the next position. Mm-hmm. And we have, uh, we have X amount of dollars, you know, allotted for each position. But I told our guys, if it's an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, uh, we, we we can go over, okay, because we're never going to turn one of those down. Uh, okay, I mean that's 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 winning and losing, you know, is is a offensive and defensive lineman. Now, is the money the, you you mentioned you were talking about the ranking of the four and the three and so forth? Is the money tied to that four, or is that something you, you the coaches might lobby for, or? You know, yeah, we, we, to we, you they'll they'll money. talk to me about it, and and we'll we'll come to an agreement on mm-hmm. you know how much we can actually give to that one particular player. But you know, usually if it's a four, you know they won't have to pay anything mm-hmm. out of pocket when they come here. So you've got all this going on with the ranking and the money and and the visits and the, and the testing. I assume you do something like the forty yard dash, maybe the shuttle run or something. <laughs> Like that, they come in on a Friday, and uh, they uh, we, we stretch them. Then, then we do the shuttle, we do the forty, we do the long long jump. Mm-hmm. What we would do in a one day camp. Then we send them back to their hotel rooms. Uh, they're staying with another player. We put them up in a hotel, which is expensive, also. Yeah. Put their parents up in a hotel. Wow. Uh, then we bring them back. And we, we feed them in the uh, field house. Uh, we have a social for the parents after that. Then I speak to, I speak to the, the parents about our program that evening. Then we get them up for, for breakfast, and then uh, we watch a highlight film, and then we have academic uh, professors involved, and uh, we also have admissions involved. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and uh, it's it's a it's a really good weekend. Wow. So and and while all this is going on, you're still got your eye on the portal. Yeah. And if somebody something big happens through there, that could 
rearrange everything you've, you're doing already oh, with yeah. these high schools. It does change it. Yeah, it's wow. ever-changing. I mean, it's there's nothing really set in yeah. stone, but you need parameters. You know, you need to, hey, this is what we, we want to do, and let's get as close to this as we possibly can. And by what time of the year do you expect to be finished with this? Yeah, it's the last question because we're going to take a break and we can get on to uh, the all-conference team. But by what time of the year do you hope to be finished with all this? You know, is, usually, a, usually uh, you know, right around when spring football's uh, cranking up. Cranking up. And that's uh, that's we've already got the dates for that, and that'll start the Wednesday after spring break. And our spring game will be April 15th, and our spring function will be April 14th. So, uh, okay. you know, but so that's the timeline. You, you're, you're shooting. slowing down a little bit. Well, that is, that is a moving target if I ever heard of one. I mean, you, you've got two things that are moving constantly well, there. and so See, and then April 15th, you're allowed to go out and junior recruit. So then our coaches will go out after <laughs> that and find the next group. Juniors in high school. Juniors in high school. That's yeah. how we got this pool of individuals that we got. We got them last May when we went out yeah. recruiting. To all those play, yeah. Well, Coach, we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, we'll talk about this first and second team all-conference in the Mountain Division. So uh, uh, this is really interesting stuff. And we'll be right back, folks. Support for WEHC comes from the Lincoln Theater, presenting diverse artistic experiences, increasing awareness of local heritage and culture, and preserving the theater for future generations to enjoy. The Lincoln Theater is a home for music and culture in the heart of downtown Marion, 117 East Main Street, Marion, Virginia. Tickets and information at 276-783-6092 or online at thelincoln.org. Okay, and we're back. Coach, uh, the All-SAC Mountain Division All-Conference team came out this past week. We got eight people uh, from the two uh, units on there, and I'll just go through them. Overstreet was the running back, Tomato Penn, wide receiver, Ricky Dodson's offensive lineman, Donovan Penix was the defensive lineman, and Ivan Phillips was the linebacker, and those are all first team. And then on the second team, Justin Hill was the running back, Preston Robinson was defensive offensive line, excuse me, and Addison Nice was the defensive back, and Justin Hill was, as I said, the offensive freshman of the year. You must be pretty pleased to have eight people on there. Very pleased with that, but very upset that they're all leaving, with the exception of Ricky and Justin. So that's uh, that's bittersweet there, uh, hearing those names. So... Uh, you know we'll we'll have to replace those guys, but I thought we were well represented. Uh, you know I thought it was very fairly done. You know you're talking about six schools. You know our division is six schools. The other side is six schools. Uh, I don't think we'd have been as fortunate if it would was you know a twelve team right. draw. But uh, and it should we should go six and six. It's about the the, the kids, the players. And I think they do need to be honored uh, w with this, with these awards for, for what they've done. Well, and I think it puts more emphasis on the divisions, which I think is good. And right, it helps no build question. the rivalries and, and so forth. Well, that's great news. I, I'm, pr I'm really proud of those young men, and I, I'm so glad they got recognized. Uh, I, I was surprised it was that many, and it's really good showing for Emory Henry 
college and the football program. Coach, I want to move on to uh, the calendar for a WASP footballer. You, you know, you finished the season last week, so can you talk a little bit about what the process is or how what the calendar looks like for these young men for the next few uh, months? Well, we had a team meeting, and we kind of kind of discussed that. And, uh, you know, what, what happens is uh, we, we finish off our season. They've lifted throughout the season. So then when, when they return, we'll start recruiting weekends before they return. But when they return, they'll help in recruiting. And that's, that's part of their job. You know, I, I tell them, you know, we, we, we've, we've got to fix this roster, and the only way to do it is recruiting. And uh, our guys have been pretty good about this because they have a passion for Emory. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's weekends that they've, they've got to change their weekend plans. And uh, because they, you know, they can't go anywhere without that recruit. And so it's, they're with them an entire weekend. So uh, we, we tell them the importance of that. So we've got the recruiting when we come back. When the recruiting ends, we start our winter workouts. So we will be in the King, King Gymnasium at 6 o'clock a.m. Mm. Uh, for three weeks, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And uh, what we do is uh, mat drills and, and those type of things. And it, it really does, you know, it's, it's a toughness thing and it creates leaders. And that's, that's what it's done for. Yeah. And uh, so we have those weeks leading into spring break. So then, then they have their spring season. So they, they know what that's all about. That's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday for 15 practices, uh, you know, culminating in a, in a game at the end of it. So then they go home for about a week and a half or two weeks. And then we have our summer session where they're here and, uh, and they're here the entire summer. And they're usually taking online classes, and they are here in the morning for two hours with their strength coach starting in the weight room and ending up on the field. And and so the spring – you mentioned the spring game. I just want to go back to that. That's April 15th is going to be the spring April game. April 15th. Well, not sure about whether we will be there, but hopefully WEHC will be there, and uh, we can uh, – you assume you're going to have the uh, – Buddy Shule and yep. Rick Hughes, coaches back. Yes, they're invited back. Okay, so great. Maybe we can broad. Josh and I can join you all and broadcast that. So summer school. I want to ask you about that because you these these kids come back. But now you've told me before scholarships are not. You cannot use a scholarship to pay for summer school. We cannot use scholarship money from the college uh, for for summer uh, education. So. It's either out of their pocket or out of the Tangerine Bowl and the Blue and Gold Fund the endowment. The, the, actually, the endowment has taken on a new role. It was uh, when I first got here. It was to be used at the head coach's discretion, and uh, we were using some of it for salaries, and we didn't want to do that because uh, right. that's not what it was set up for. So we've got out of that business. So it. It paid thirty thousand. The endowment paid uh, made thirty thousand last year, so they gave us thirty thousand, and that went to summer school. So the the college gets it back. You know, everybody yeah. everybody wins in that situation. You know, because the uh, we get 
a lot of players back, and everybody can't do that in Division Two. Right. And it's not like we're in the middle of a city, and every player we've got's an hour within an hour of here. So you know we've got to we've got to come up with some money, and that that fund is that's what it does for us right now. And I couldn't be more thankful for for how it's handled and getting our kids here all summer. So you take the 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 interest dividends or whatever from the endowment, however big that is, and that this year you got thirty thousand dollars. You pay that back to the college for the tuition for these kids to be here on campus. That's again, we had a target number that we we ballparked what the tangerine was going to pay. Mm-hmm. So offense we we said you're going to have 15,000 we and uh defense you're going to have 15,000. We we spent 31, so we had to get 1,000 from our athletic fund I hate football. We got mm-hmm. that out of that. But it paid it it paid it. Wow. So uh that's that's how we divvy it up to where offense and defense, you know, equal out. So if somebody wants to donate to the Tangerine Bowl or the Blue and Gold Fund, the endowment, uh, I did get looked this up, Coach. Ronan King in the advancement office is the person they should contact. And her number is 276-944-6125. Or you can reach her on email at rking at ehc.edu. Uh, or- it's a great fund for us. I mean, it, it, if we didn't have them here this summer, they'd be gone you know, the 1st of May, and we wouldn't see them until August. And uh, you can't win football games like that. No, and that's quite a weapon. And Buddy Shule is the director of that yes. endowment. Mm-hmm. So uh, so he's, I guess, the chairman of that board. Well, folks, uh, that's going to do it for us. We're just about out of time. I want to thank you for listening again to WEHC and WISEYs. Um, Keys to the game has been, this is our 17th show, Coach. So didn't realize that we'd done that many. No. But, folks, we hope to be back at different intervals throughout uh, the spring and uh, give you some updates and then back again in August. So, Coach, once again, thank you so much for giving us your time to make this show possible. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and so long, folks.